Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Live on MyTalk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis has the day off. Give it up for Dawn McClay. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> and filling in for Dawn on the big board, not Steve Kornacki. No, <laughs> not Steve Kornacki on the big board. It's Mike. Hello. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. And good morning to all of you. It's Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to one more step toward Thanksgiving. Welcome to Go for a Ride Day. Welcome to Humane Society Anniversary Day. Welcome to National Cranberry Relish Day. Welcome to National Housing Day, only celebrated in Canada. Welcome to National Stop the Violence Day. Welcome to Start Your Own Country Day. Okay, sure. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? Don McLean, I shall begin with you. Yes. How the hell is your tea? My tea is great. Uh, yeah, just the right amount of half and half and some monk fruit sweetener. Uh-huh. And that decaf chai makes it just perfect. Fruit. Plucked by monks. Yeah. Delicious. You know, it has something in it that doesn't raise your blood sugar, so Mm -hmm. it's it's the best one to choose right now. You know, until they decide something different. Until, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Until they tell you it grows a third eye or something. Yes, yes. Mike, what are you drinking this morning? Uh, This is the uh, Starbucks Espresso Blend. It's got uh, notes of rich molasses and caramel, they say. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Look at Mike getting the flavor profile of the coffee. (laughs) That's great. I love it. Uh, Mine is from Starbucks as well. Well, it's fantastic. It is uh, my traditional iced brown sugar, oat milk shake and espresso. And it's funny, Pylon Angela wasn't working today at my Starbucks. And for the first time... And I laughed and I, I, I he's fairly new and I got to learn. I got to look at his name tag tomorrow. Just flat out ask him. Um, I pulled up to the window and I laughed out loud because oh. he had made it already. He no. had it ready to go. Are you serious? That has never happened. Oh. Um, you know, Angela doesn't do it because, you know, rarely I switch my order. But I pulled right up and I had my phone out to zap the app. And uh, I said, oh, my God. Did you already make their drinks? He goes, yep, I had them all ready for you. I said, this is going to be a good day. I said, thank you so much. So wow. cheers to the Starbucks and Eden Prairie Cheers, Mr. Starbucks. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there we go. Alexis has taken uh, the week off, enjoying time with her family. Hope she had a good birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, 
she's going to be now playing sous chef to her mother right. uh, for the next four or five days, which she is so she goes, I'm not getting out of my pajamas. Oh, I that's said, good. That's fantastic. I love that. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the a, minute I get home, I put on pajamas. Me too. Yeah. Oh, okay, instantly. Yeah. I take, I put the after school clothes on and <laughs> pet the dogs and, and yeah. And then they, they stay on unless yeah. we go running, uh, running some errands. Right. And then you definitely have to change into real pants people. Exactly. No yeah. pajama pants in public, please. It's just, no. it takes a little effort just to put on some jeans. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Unless you're um, sick. That's fine. Yeah. Then you can wear your athletic clothes. <laughs> it would, um, it'd be ridiculous if we didn't start the show off. Uh, talking about the announcement that came yesterday from our buddy Colleen um, at the top of uh, Colleen and Bradley. Colleen announced that she uh, has decided to uh, leave her post as a co-host of uh, Colleen and Bradley. I have the announcement queued up here just in case you missed it. We'll play a little bit of it and uh, we'll... Uh, talk glowingly about Colleen on the other side. Take a listen. Deep breath. I have made the very difficult decision to leave my position on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 uh, as a midday host. Um, so this is me telling you all that um, I have had the best 20 years here, but really specifically the last 10 years have been phenomenal. I have been so blessed and so lucky to be able to work with somebody who I consider to be one of my very closest, dearest friends, Bradley, and equally close and dear Holly Roberts. Um, We've been an amazing team, and we will continue to be an amazing team until December 9th, which will be my last day um, on the air. Um, And this is such a hard decision to come to. Um, my husband let me know this weekend that LinkedIn let him know that it was my 20th anniversary at the radio station. Thanks, LinkedIn. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I, I didn't remember I had a LinkedIn. We didn't even get you a car. <laughs> you guys, I didn't even know <laughs> because I thought it was still coming. I thought it was literally this week or next week, but it was the 17th was my 20th anniversary. Years. And On I don't, a station that wasn't even in existence right. when you started. Isn't that crazy? Mm. I have been here 20 years, and I don't know that a lot of people maybe realize how, that I have been. Some people do. Some people know that I've been here really kind of since the beginning, but a lot of people might not realize. Um, and, uh, you know, it's there. this is just a time in my life where I need a level of flexibility that um, a radio show can't provide. Um, because we are always sitting in these chairs between noon and three, and there is work that goes on outside of this. Um, we have, even though you may not think there right? is, dear listener, we plan a show. We're so talented, we just show up and turn on a mic, right? Jokes, <laughs> but 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 we it is it is hard to be available and present for the people in my life um, in the way that I want to be, and it's. The time, you know, time, time goes by so fast. You can barely see it sometimes. And I've got, uh, I've got a family member uh, that I'm the caregiver for that, that really needs me and my flexibility right now. Um, And you've been there. And I have been there. Mm -hmm. And I need to be there more and I need to be present. Colleen yesterday 
talking about her tough decision to, I don't want to say leave the station, because she's not leaving the station, no. um, but leave her role as uh, co-host with Bradley, part of oh Team Cobra. Oh, my gosh. I listened in my car yesterday because I knew that that was coming. And it yeah. was I just texted her and I said that was nothing but perfection. It was just handled with such class. And she, you know, told a tale of how she started and how it's ended up. And it was just beautiful. You know, it's hard to do that. And um, I've had to do it before. Um, but, yeah, she's going to fill in as much as we can get her. <laughs> And she's just such a class act and such a sweet person. And, you know, her kids are growing up, too. She, not only is she a caregiver right now, but her kids. Oh, can you believe that her oldest son is picking out colleges? No. It's no. insane. Bradley no. was saying, like, he was like a little kid. He was oh. like seven, six or seven and wrote him a little story about sports. He, mm-hmm. he made him a little book about sports, which yeah. is that alone right Funny. there is yeah, hilarious. Oh, my gosh. But uh, it's just it's a hard it's a hard thing to do. And she's, you know, on, on the daily, she's going to be missed here very much. Absolutely. So. I it, it's I don't really know a my talk or an FM 107. That's how damn long I've oh, been around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a station that doesn't include Colleen in some way. So this yeah. is, re- it's really odd. And I told her this in, in a version of this, it's very odd to think of, of the station um, and the family, so to speak uh, without her. And, you know, we're, we're not only as colleagues, but, just not having the friend there for the big tent poles like pride mm, and, yes. and project down and dirty. And anytime I would get to the chance to see her because, you know, the truth of the matter is I don't get to see her a lot just because of our schedules. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's always been unfortunate. Now I did tell her this will, we will actually probably see each other more. Um, now that she isn't here full time, <laughs> Um, that that probably will happen because we joked that we actually saw each other more uh, outside of the building, outside of work-related constrictions, and we did in in work-related items. I would see her at Disney all the time. (laughs) Right. That Um, was so... Yeah, she would be at Disney uh, a couple of times while you Mm -hmm. were there. Like, what? And then you see each other and you're like, Colleen? Yeah. And just recently, like the last uh, last holiday last year, and she's just um, she's so funny and bright and smart, and you put any adjective in front of Colleen, and it's applicable, and it's a it's a worthy title to put in front of her name, and personally speaking. And this isn't a uh, referendum on anyone else that sits in the chair filling in for Dawn or Alexis, uh, present company, Mike included. Um, but I, I I told Colleen, you know, she back in the day before they had a full time show, 
uh, Colleen would fill in here for Alexis, and it was just, she was fantastic. And very much like Hanson. And what I mean by that is Colleen is one of the best ping pong players. Meaning, if you hit a ball to her, the ball will not only be returned to you, but she's going to knock it off the court. And it's that type of game that you don't mind losing because she makes everything better. She made that. She makes that game better. Yeah. So she therefore, comes to she play. makes the show. Yeah. She makes the show better. Yeah. I never had to worry about the ping pong ball falling off the table when she was sitting in a chair. And I say this in conjunction or in, in relation to usually Oprah, but the good ones make it look easy. Colleen talked about that clip there and that clip talked about how, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into what we do. And I'm not, look, these jobs are great. This isn't hard. I'm not trying to say, I mean, you know, people that build houses and plumbers and, and, and road construction workers and, and school bus drivers and, now those people work. This is this is a joy. This there is a, a lot of there are a lot of little elements to it. And Mike, yeah. I'm sure you would agree, producing yeah. over there today to make yeah. it happen. But yeah, you're right. We're not yeah, digging ditches. No, this isn't yeah. hard. And what I'm getting to is the 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 good ones make it look easy. And Colleen has made it look easy um, all of the for 20 years. But it's not easy. It's not easy getting a guest to. Say the things you want them to say. It's not easy keeping a bit going. It's not easy being kind of a traffic <laughs> cop and deciding in a split second, oh, okay, we're going to go from this topic and it, we're going to go to this next one because it flows or because, you know, you got to make these kind of split decisions um, every day, almost every uh, couple minutes. Right. And she does that effortlessly. Colleen and Bradley look easy because Colleen and Bradley are really good. Holly, too, of course. Um, so for all those reasons and 50 more that we will talk about over the next couple of weeks, um, I'm I'm just uh, having a hard time wrapping my brain around this station without that lady. Absolutely. So. So I will cry on her last day and then. Oh, yeah. Because right now I'm just not thinking about it. I just keep telling her and just. I said, I better find you in my shower the next day. Um, and only only seven people know that that's a Dallas reference anyway. Yes, okay, we're going to yes. take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There comes a time when I make a personal judgment call that I hate a song that plays on our station. <laughs> Is this it? And that time has come today. We've been playing I, it forever. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Dude. Um, we, <laughs> I, I, my turn that down. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's uh, been a hit for a while, hasn't it? It's uh-huh. probably still at the top of the charts. We'll have to look. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm a, it just hit me. It really did. I don't know why Some, I haven't thought yeah, about it. It, it happens. Just, Some yeah. days you're like, okay, oh. I'm done with this. 
it just hit me like a brick, and I, I think I, I think I can't hear that anymore. Yeah, and it's called Ghost. I should like it, you know. Uh huh. I think I cannot hear that. I don't want to go to there anymore. No, no. I don't want to go. Maybe to in there. ten years I'll hear it and I'll go. Oh, I liked that song. But no, every song no. that we play on this station over uh, usually is ruined for me. And I, <laughs> all of you listening. God bless you. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. But for the people that it's like a Dairy Queen, you're, you know, when you work at a restaurant, and you eat a popular item so much that you get sick of it. It's kind of like what happens here with some songs. Totally. I've, I've had in Dawn. I'm sure you had it with music radio. Absolutely. But, Mike, too. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah Mike. It's like yeah. people. I did not seek out other music because, uh-huh. you know, you're you're consuming it and it's being force fed to you repeatedly. It's like mm-hmm. if you work at uh, yeah Baskin Robbins and people are like, don't you want to talk about ice cream? No, what, you don't want ice cream. You don't like ice cream. And you're like. I eat ice cream every day. Yeah. I no. love Prince, but my previous uh, experience at a radio station, I can't listen to the top five Prince songs ever again because no. that's all we played. Like, I love oh. the rest of his catalog, but the top five is like, I can't touch this. Yeah. Yep. I so, hear you. I think we're done with Justin Bieber's ghost. So I'm just going <laughs> to we'll put that just, out into the we'll, universe. We'll write it down on yeah. the list and we'll pull yeah. it down when we Dang. hear it. Yes, exactly. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It is Tuesday, November 22nd. Uh, Alexis is taking the week off, spending some time with their family. Mike's filling in. Um, Dawn has written, you know, anytime this word appears anywhere, it piques my interest. Wendy's Hoosier <laughs> Breakfast Bowl. I picked this especially for you because yeah, this I'm is going to be, yeah, this is going to be only in Indiana. Oh, God. So, you know, <laughs> Wendy's has that. been doing these niche things at certain uh, of you know, of their locations. Yeah. And it is flat out called the new Hoosier Biscuit Bowl. Oh. Okay. okay. And I'm like, he likes biscuits. Obviously, a- you're in the biscuit game. So mm-hmm. I just think there's too much stuff in it. So let me see what you think about this. Okay. The Wendy's Hoosier Biscuit Bowl features buttery biscuits, homestyle okay. seasoned potatoes, okay. southern style sausage, and gravy. Okay. A fresh fried egg and shredded okay. cheddar cheese. I'm down with this. Are you? Oh, absolutely. You know what it reminds me of is a, a, pout- a, a poutine. Yeah. A bre- kind of a breakfast poutine. I think that the forced gravy, like since it's fast food. Okay, two things. Potatoes, I don't think you need them with biscuits. Okay. And the That's egg, mm, I don't know about it. Like, is it going to be cooked enough for me? Then like the forced gravy, if there's too much gravy... You know how they're doing it fast and they just slop a bunch of stuff. I don't want gravy soup, you know? All valid concerns. Can I get I my will, gravy on the side? Yes, because I will, I will tell you that if this is done right, um, this could be really good because the egg, the yolk of the egg going into the gravy, unless you're somebody that doesn't like your food touching... I will tell you from experience, I think we even have something like this at Betty and Earl's, but, mm-hmm. um, well, we have like a waffle poutine, but uh, the the mix of the egg and the gravy is shockingly fantastic. I don't like ru- a runny yolk. I don't I, either. I, I don't see, think, I see, don't either. Okay, good, because I they definitely, if they do that, I'm out. But mm-hmm. I'd have to go to Indiana anyway to get it. So well, and who I the don't. hell wants to go to Indiana? I mean, <laughs> seriously, nobody wants to. I'm from Come there. On. I don't want to go to Indiana. Oh, yeah. Now they also have a peppermint frosty, which I'm totally down oh. with that. That's great. That's a new flavor that they've introduced. I, I can't wait to try that. I saw they have good ads running on right, uh, running for it right now. I can't wait to try that one. 
But yeah. if you want the big, uh, the breakfast, Hoosier biscuit bowl, <laughs> go to Indiana. Go to Northwest Indiana. Don't go to scary Southern Indiana. Oh, Trust my me. God. Trust me on that one. <laughs> uh, the big stories of the day. More from Elon Musk and more from my boyfriend, Bob Iger. Uh, two big stories. We'll have them for you next. Stay with us. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Like to teach the world to sing. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Welcome back. It is that time of year, everyone. My favorite time of year when we can run delightful in-store <laughs> Christmas music from Kmart from yes. the 70s and tell you about important things like yeah. this. The Santa Project is back. The yes. 82nd annual My Talk 1071 Santa Project to benefit our family at the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Bring a toy or gift to the Galleria during the Shop Girls taking place this Saturday. This Saturday. Hey, Shop Girls. I go shop girls. My talk will get them to the kids and the families of the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. To see a full broadcast schedule, go to mytalk1071.com and our keyword Santa. Damn, I better look at that schedule. I gotta make sure I know where we're going. We're not. We're not. Nobody wanted us because we're too early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wanted us to come out. Oh, I'm you're serious. Right. We're not on there because I was kind of panicked a little bit last week. I thought, oh my gosh, that's coming up. I need to remind myself when because I get all the stuff for uh, Donna and Steve as well. So sometimes it gets all rolled around in Jumbled. this this uh, empty box up here on my shoulders. Yeah. Um, and so then I asked Brooke and she goes, oh, you don't have any. Oh, there is. It's a Christmas miracle, everyone. <laughs> it's a well, Christmas miracle. You know, yes. I love seeing people. But yeah, it is like if we have to go out to like Maple Grove or something, sometimes it's a little difficult because yeah. we have to get up at three. Well, <laughs> go get your items, everybody. Donate and give them to our, our colleagues on the other shows. Uh, they don't have to wake up at four. So go give generously. <laughs> And uh, to our family at the Ronald McDonald House, uh, we'll be seeing you soon. Uh, It is uh, Tuesday, November 22nd. Alexis has a day off. Our buddy Mike filling in, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Mike, for being here. Absolutely. And uh, Dawn has scooted over, uh, sitting in the cockpit here. Clear skies, no no turbulence. Remember when we were on the, uh, the, what is the, uh, the Star Wars ride? The Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, was I in the... In the you were secondary, a pilot. I was the pilot. Yeah, you were left pilot. Yeah, left. so you were you were left to right, left to right, and you were up and down, up and down. Yeah, yeah. and Colin was an engine. Uh, Colin was a gunner. He, <laughs> he was a and an engine. I think he was doing two. Next time, I want to be a gunner because there is a lot of pressure in the pilot. Yes, a lot See, of pressure. I crashed us into the side of things several times, but it was mm-hmm. so much fun. I have to try not to yell at families if we're with a strange family. <laughs> Colin and I have to try to not get too uh, angry at them when they crash. Because uh, the, what we're talking about, friends, is there's a, a ride at, in Star Wars land 
uh, called Smuggler's Run, where you literally fly the Millennium Falcon and it's you're in the freaking cockpit. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's a great ride, and you can. There are two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers, so it can fit six people in each cockpit. And if you're with a family that's never been on the ride before, girl, you're <laughs> going to crash. Family, a strange family. And Colin and I are usually with a strange family because we're two people. Um, and we just have to look at each other and not get too invested because. Right. Yeah. We're not a pilot. So, yeah, it's very funny. Do you anyway. try to push your way to the front to be a no, pilot? Or is it like. No, uh, we just. No, we've done it so many. Like, we let the families who've never done it before be pilot. Now, we will assist if they're if they're real bad. We and they're like, offer, what am I doing? Yeah, we will offer some calm advice, but but that's about it. That's all. I, just calm advice. That's it. Oh, it's so fun because they need to get that ride going and like yes. they move you through quickly. So it feels like there's a real sense of urgency. Yes. You know, it's like, come on. All right. Get in there. Now you get sit in. there. You sit there. Left and right is this, 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 this. You shoot from behind and then they close the doors and you take off. Boom. You're on it. Mike, have you have, have you been to Disney lately? Oh, yeah, but I was like second grade it was a long oh, time oh you haven't so, done that no i haven't done it uh any, oh you gotta long. go are you a star wars fan um not as much as like a marvel fan and just but okay. I, I love disney more than i necessarily love star wars but, gotcha oh, yeah. perfect. But still cool. i'm telling you it is thrilling it's yeah, like it's, one of the best rides it's ever so made. good it's so good i had a the commercial for tfg just ran and it was funny because um a producer here at fox 9 uh, he does the early, early, early morning news. Actually, the show that I used to do. He's been here for many, many years. His name's Kyle. He and his family are going to Disney, I think, for the first time ever. <gasps> and Kyle's very quiet, and we don't really talk a lot. I love Kyle. He used to, I, he produced when I did that show. Um, and But I just don't ever see him. And I'm sitting here in the radio room here at Fox getting ready for our show yesterday, and I hear a little I hear a knock, <laughs> knock on my glass door, and I turn around and I go, Oh, hi, Kyle. He goes, um, hi, Jace. Um, my family and I. And I, the minute he started the sentence, you knew. I knew, I knew what he was going to say. He goes, my family and I are, we're going to Walt Disney World. <laughs> and then, like, my, my posture changed. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Ask away. Yep. What can I do for you? I'm like, I turned, like, I go into, like, travel agent mode. I'm oh, like, what, you what? love it. I'm like a Chick-fil-A. I'm like, it's my pleasure. How can I help you today? My pleasure. Um, and yeah, so I, I gave them all the tips and all the Did you say listen to the podcast? I did. I because said, Look, that I is said, so helpful. Yeah, I said, I do. I said, listen to the podcast. I said, but, you know, I, I, let me, I had them answer a few specific questions. And I said, you know, are you guys ride people? Do you, do you like rides? How young are your kids? Mm, good questions. What, what's, what, what's your goal? Um, what's important to you and where are you staying? And if you answer those questions to me, I can help you out. And uh, so we did. Yeah, it's funny. I'm like a walking travel agent. Well, people have asked me about my trip to Europe. Like I've had about uh, 10 emails saying, can you plan my vacation? (laughs) And I'm like, well, they asked, surely you didn't do this yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I I, I did it. And they're like, can you tell us what to do? And I'm like, Hmm, for a she, price. No, I'm just if kidding. She, if she can produce a radio show, she could produce a European vacation. Love it. Yes. It's so yeah. fun to me. I'm just like Colin in that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Colin.
Um, well, speaking of Disney, you know, one of the big stories of the day, this rolls right into it, and then uh, we'll get the latest on Twitter. So basically, two media companies are two of the big stories. Um, we told you yesterday, big shakeup. Stock is up. They got rid of uh, Bob Chapik. My boyfriend, Bob Iger, is back at the company, um, and they're already, girl, he's already starting to clean house. He got rid of, oh, he got rid of Bob Chapik's, like, top lieutenant. Ooh. And so he resigned yesterday. Um, he is going in. I'm not going to get too inside baseball, but there was a reorganization of the company under Chapik like a year or so ago, which basically it puts creatives in a bad position. Oh, and Iger. They want they consolidated everything. They consolidated everything into this one system, which great. They are trying to expedite things. But Iger always believed, and he's right, that it always that company begins with storytelling. So mm. he is going to take that, take that uh, department apart and let the creatives lead uh, the decision making process and lead uh, going to the board. And justifying budgetary asks instead of it all filtering through like a an office person. He is all about letting creative people be creative. That's that's the easiest way to explain it without getting too bogged down into business details. And everyone thought that this was going to be his first move because he is. That's what he believed at the core of what he believes for the Walt Disney Company. And he's and he's right. It all that company is all about storytelling. Everything drips from that's it's trickle down from there. Because think about it: if you don't have a good story for a movie like Avatar, then the movie doesn't do well, and that means you don't sell enough Avatar toys, and that means nobody wants to go on your Avatar ride. So his yes. vision. His feeling is absolutely right. You create a great story. You let creative people be creative and do the job they're hired to do. They and, and give them the environment and the encouragement needed to create and the time mm-hmm. to create that story. It benefits the entire organization. And he's absolutely right. It's it's pretty simple, but it takes a you know, it takes a brave leader to to do that without and, and shielding the creatives from uh, the bureaucracy and the red tape. That's that's the best thing a boss can do uh, if you're a creative. Mm, we we totally. kind of have it here. I mean, it's, you know, and I had a news director many years ago, Ted Canova, who famously, you know, the general manager would be rah, 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 change this and would be so reactionary. But he wouldn't tell us a lot of those things he filtered it out and only told us what we needed to know mm, so, so our good. yeah so our spirit wouldn't get broken and bogged down in the daily minutia and that's what Iger is trying to re-implement at Disney which will only benefit all of us listening trust and me that is what Walt Disney wanted that's yes. the thing that's like he is staying true to how Walt Disney built those parks yes. it's all about storytelling and creativity and letting people be creative and not getting in the way. No, there's actually a documentary I'll tell you about tomorrow. It's a great, I purposely am going to save it before we go on break for for Thanksgiving. There's a new documentary on Disney Plus that you guys have to watch about Mickey Mouse. I'll go into oh, it cool. uh, tomorrow. It's so damn good.
When we come back, okay, so Disney's a big headline. Twitter's another. Now, I'm not sick of this song. Welcome back. Jason and Alex in the morning. I love it so much. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything Coke is it. I'm Chase with Dawn and Mike filling in for Alexis, who's taking uh, the holiday off. Uh, TV tonight, we got The Voice, uh, the eighth season finale of Herpes in Paradise over there on ABC, Bachelor in Paradise. Trevor Noah's new special debuts on Netflix, I Wish You Would. And uh, this show is getting some publicity. That um, Welcome to Chippendale show on Hulu has its series premiere. It drops Mm. tonight on Hulu. It's getting some press. I don't know. I'm going to check it out. So there you go. A little TV for you. Another big story uh, that's been a big story for several weeks since Lord Farquaad took over for uh, Twitter. Uh, What's the latest? Is it still open? Is it still 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 open? It's still the dumpster fire. It's burning and it's floating down the river. But Mm, um, wonderful. Yeah, the latest is that um, the Twitter's head of French operations, Damien Veal, says he's quitting the social media platform. And, um, yeah, he's like, it's over. That's what he tweeted. (laughs) He thanked his team in France, which he led for the last seven years. C'est fini, he says. It's done. And the thing about France is that they have laws, labor laws, that prevent you from... uh, just in mass firing a bunch of people without notice. Like oh. you have to give them at least 30 days. But I think in, uh, in some, it just depends on uh, for dismissals affecting several employees within 30 days. Companies must also follow certain procedures, which entail informing staff, staff representatives and the ministry of labor. And the whole process takes at, at least several weeks and up to several months. So you can't just cut somebody and leave them without a job. So, uh, yeah, oh. this is something he has to follow the rules because, you know, when you think about it, Twitter's all over the world. So, you know, it's not just operated uh, here in America. So, so, so this dude, is a big nightmare for him. Even bigger. So dude quit and then also quit Twitter. I love that. Yeah, he He's, quit. But Elon can't just fire the French workers without going through a big process <laughs> with the... Ministry of Labor. Another thing he had time to do, which is ridiculous. When I see these things about him clapping back at celebrities and saying ignorant things, I'm like, why aren't you spending every single moment of your working day just trying to reorganize? You have time to clap back at Trent Reznor? Don, he's very hardcore right now, Don. Oh, he's He's hardcore. Well, he's very hardcore. Was he hardcore to Trent? He sure was. Um, So Trent Reznor was not about it anymore. And he made it clear. He says, I'm about to depart. And um, he says he cited his own mental health as a reason for leaving a toxic platform, adding that we don't need the arrogance of the billionaire class to feel like they can just come in and solve everything. So um, Elon Musk took that and tweeted, and it turns out that Trent Nine Inch Nails Reznor is actually a crybaby. And then somebody tweeted back to him, you are a stupid idiot. Trent Reznor is one of the best musicians ever. And Elon says, I like his music, to be honest, but maybe Etsy is more his style. See, this is is what we talk about. Why are you spending even... 
five minutes to do that when your company is burning to the ground that you just spent $44 billion to buy? Isn't it just, it's because like bullying. He, it's because this is what's in fashion now. This is this crassness and this let's let's uh, be moronic and let's call people names and let's, you know, the, that's what's in fashion and that's uh, disguise that's supposed to be a, a show of strength. Oh, right. And also, oh, we're letting everybody have a voice and speak to make the world better. Remember that statement he made yeah. in the beginning? And you're like, well, yeah, but some things don't need to be said. Because it's more important now to own, you know, whether it's the libs or whatever, it's more important now to make fun of your adversaries than to do the hard work of actually changing things. Or have a discussion. Um, yeah. No. There's there's nothing. It's like, it's really, uh, the emperor has no clothes. I mean, you're just <laughs> hurling insults. Totally. But you're, do, but you're not doing anything. But that's what, but, but. It's our fault. I mean, that's what everyone likes now. They they think that again. They think that's that's a show of strength. That, but it's not. It's a show of weakness. And it Ignorance. is the emperor has no clothes. Everybody, anybody can hurl insults. A a ten year old can hurl insults. That's not doing anything productive. That's not. That's not being. That's actually being a coward. I just that's don't understand where people in power aren't maintaining this level of dignity and professionalism it just doesn't exist anymore no you know i mean with some of course with the majority of of uh you know ceos but then you've got people like this where you're like why would you say that just the why why would you do that to your reputation i guess he thinks he's above all of it but whatever i mean when are we gonna leave twitter i like to connect with our listeners that's the only problem like we all need to make a decision to go to Mastodon or whatever is the best option. What oh, is Mastodon. it? I don't know if I can go to something called Mastodon. That's just my. <laughs> now, it's it's owned know. by the people, though. That's what's is? good about it. Yeah. It's like the Green Bay Packers. It's like everybody, yeah, kind of contributes to it. Yeah. Okay. It's like the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> owned by the people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know. I, I would quit Twitter tomorrow. I mean, I. I I think it's more negative than positive. I really do. But it is useful. It is like, I. how would I know? You know, how is Panda, how is Platinum Panda going to tell me Starbucks tips? That's you what know what I'm I mean? saying. Like, this is where our listeners are. And it makes me yeah. sad that it's a cesspool. I mean, I just look at what listeners, I have posts like stupid things like, here's the photo of the, you know, the dog being rescued or whatever. So people can visually see what we're talking about. That's what I do with my Twitter. And then, you know, uh, I also read, you know, comments from listeners. But other than that, I don't see all the negative stuff because I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't follow a bunch of bad people. I don't either. And the, and the minute now that I see something negative, I just block the person. I try, unless I'm in just a (laughs) horrid mood. (laughs) Or it's grossly homophobic. Yeah. That's what I've kind of narrowed it down to now. I will not usually engage now unless it's something, especially in this climate with Colorado um, uh, happening over the weekend. I, I don't engage. If it's negative or the person's just a moron, I just immediately block them. It's the best because, thing to do for your mental health. Yeah. Because it's Truly. just you're never going to win. You're never going to win an argument. Um, like that guy in 60, that professional in 60 minutes said, you're never going to win an argument on social media. So I just, 
even if it's mildly negative block, I just don't want that. I don't need that in my head. I just want gumdrops and fairies and candy canes and <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in my head. That's all I, that's all I want. <laughs> and a vodka soda. Yeah, um, there you go. Winnie Pooh doesn't have honey. No. He has a vodka soda in his hand. That's right. Speaking of uh, Winnie the Pooh, don't forget to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. It's a good in, as we say in Indiana. You can find it on Podcast One or wherever you get your podcasts. Then go over to garagelogic.com and download the newest episode of Kenny and Dawn's podcast, News from the Crabby Coffee Shop. The second hour begins right after this.